Hey everybody, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast. You got Brandy here. Hey guys, it's Dario. It's Kim. And we are back. Uh, so how's it going, ladies? What's new? What's old? How are we feeling? Um, Overwhelmed. Yeah. Like usual. I feel like every time we get on here, we're like, life is just life is. Right. It's not getting no better. Just busy as AF. Hey, yep. Yeah. Ditto. Um, everything is okay today. 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 <laughs> um, I've kind of made the decision that like, I'm just going to figure out a way to just re-channel my energy when it's off. Like, mm. I don't want to avoid it or try to escape it, but I'm not going to sit in it, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. take my moment, do what I need to do and come back refreshed, recharged. Yeah. Learning to say no, um, learning to make decisions and stand in my decisions. Mm. So what happens when you say no and then they rebuttal back at you like you the worst person for saying no? Then I just got to be the worst person. I mean, I I think we're the villain in somebody's story. I think I'm the villain in like 90% of America's story. (laughs) And I'm really a good person. So I just am tired. Like, fucking sad. I was just asking for a friend because a friend of a friend of a friend said no to their boss and they made a big deal. So I was just wondering. I mean, it is what it is. Um, Okay, so we don't really have any current event topics this week. Um, As you guys know, we're following following, excuse me, a new format where we each take on the task every month to produce the show entirely. So we were having an offline conversation and we were talking about oversharing with friends and it started to get good so i'm like wait <laughs> stick a pin in it let's save it for the show um so we're going to skip current events social media topics and i just kind of want to jump into oversharing um with friends because again conversation offline and i told kim i said you know kim i just i'm applaud you because we didn't know what was going on and never would have guessed and Dario was like, see, and I have a problem with oversharing. And then I think I'm somewhere in the middle with both where I don't share. And then sometimes I overshare depending on mm-hmm. what the issue is. So I just kind of wanted to touch on that. So, Kim, you were saying that you don't really overshare because you don't feel the need to. So could you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah. So I grew up in a very like private ish household, like not that we didn't really talk about our problems or what was going on, but like we didn't share outside of the household like the, what the issues were um like my boss literally didn't know I had siblings until I want to say like six months ago and I've been there for almost four years and it's not because she wasn't paying attention I just don't talk about my relationships and friends and family in the salon like everybody else does now if there's if they say something I'll be like oh yeah my brother did that once like things like that but I just, I asked myself why I was always like that. And obviously childhood is always the answer. But I also notice when I'm expressing to friends and family, yes, it's nice to know that somebody else is going through it with you. Yes, it's nice to know that like people can relate and that they're there for you. But I know that the people in my life are solid and then people in my circle are solid. And I know whenever I get that bad, if I do vent to them, they'll be there for me. If I, you know, I guess it just and this isn't a shot at me and my friends, I guess it just doesn't make a difference to me to tell my friends or family what's going on because all we're going to do is talk about it for a while, give me advice, give them advice, talk about how we relate and then be like, all right, let's go get drinks. And like, I know they'll, they love me anyway. They care about me anyway. They'll be there for me anyway. If I show up at their door at 2am crying like a little bitch, they're going to be there for me anyway and they'll walk me through it. Um, and my healing has always been my friends. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've always said this before, like my healing has always been my friends and family, being around people that make me laugh, being around people that make me, you know, excited. So when I'm around these people and we do meet up, I don't want it like I'll simply just say, hey, I'm going through a lot. Can we meet up? And I can tell them bits and pieces then, but I don't overshare Mm -hmm. because in that moment. I linked up with you because I want to laugh. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of crying. I linked up with you because I want to joke. I'm tired of being joked on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like when I am talking to my friends and family, I just want it to be like, if we're going to talk about the bad stuff, it's 30 seconds out of our three hours. Mm -hmm. And it's, and my friends know that about me. And that's something I've always appreciated about them that when I isolate, I don't, they don't hit me up and be like, you're a piece of shit because they know like 
I'm not isolating because I hate y'all. I'm isolating because if I don't isolate, I'm going to drown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Dario, you were saying that you feel like you overshare. Uh, in what areas do you feel like you overshare? I think a lot. I mean, um, <clears throat> I do have some periods of times where, like, if I'm going through a lot, I do isolate as well. But I do feel like I notice that I lean on people a little too much. And I've come to realize that that's because I don't really trust my own myself or my own um, decisions. So I tend to lean on other people like my closest friends more. And I kind of like talk it out with them because also it's a way for me to process. Like sometimes I'm in my own head and I can't really think things through. But once I say it out loud, then I can kind of process it and Talking to people just gives me a different point of view because sometimes I feel like I can overthink things. So when I get a different perspective or when I talk it out, that's kind of my way of processing. So, but I've been learning to kind of like learn how to process with myself and which has been working pretty well. I just had to come to realize that sometimes it's going to take some time. Like I always want the decision and the answers right then and there. But when I take time to think about it, I kind of figure out where I've you know, how I feel. But I'm just a very indecisive person, too. So I think it's all about just, like, not trusting myself, honestly. Mm-hmm. And being a little codependent, for sure. But I just realized, like, oversharing is not always good because I tend to, like, need to vent about things knowing what I should do, but then I don't really do that. And I know that can be frustrating for some people. Like, why do you keep talking about it if you're not going to change it? So... Mm. For me, um, I think that I tend to be very private when it pertains to um, me as an individual and whatever I may be experiencing or feeling um, as it just pertains to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of talking to myself, um, sometimes internally and externally, <laughs> <laughs> just trying to like make sense of all of my thoughts before I even speak on them if I choose to um but then I feel like as it pertains to me and other people especially in conflict I tend to overshare and I think I do that and and I'm gonna be honest relationships I, I have you know one or two people that I fully trust and I will lean on them if I need advice but in retrospect I do think that I overshare what I find where I find the issue with that is, is is like, okay, whatever resolution or decision do I that I come to, is it my decision? Mm-hmm. Or is it based off of what my friends will think or what my parents will think or what mm-hmm. whomever will think because I've overshared this whole situation mm-hmm. and then now I'm <clears throat> back in it or whatever the case may be, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also feel like I overshare because I want somebody to get the full picture to almost validate me because it's like, am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And I try to, when I tell stories about situations that I go through or whatever, I try to give the full picture and granted it's my perspective and how I see things. And I understand that somebody probably, or the person, the other person in the scenario probably sees it a totally different way, but I try to give full picture and it's like, okay, am I crazy? You know what right. I mean? So I think it goes back to what Dario said about maybe not trusting myself sometimes mm. or just feeling like um, there's not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to get to the other side of something. You know what I mean? Or, right. and, and as it pertains to relationships, like, okay, well, if I leave this alone, what do I do next? Mm. Like, how do you even, right? you know what I mean? Things like that. Um yeah. And before anybody, you know, insinuates, these are all just general examples. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Relax. I don't need nobody. Relax. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like it's a bit of both for me. Um, and then I'm also, when it comes to oversharing, I'm very comfortable with just like my body and things like that. So like, I'll call my friends and be like, hey, <laughs> is this normal <laughs> because... <laughs> I cannot. I have an example that I'm not willing to say yeah. on the podcast, but I'm going to tell y'all after the fact. 
Um, but yeah, I'll tell them like I'll have a doctor's appointment and I'll be like, Oh well my doctor told me this, this, this and this and this and this I know they're probably like, Girl, why are you telling me this? But um so yeah, I think that I'm a bit of both. Um and then before we just jump into like the meat and potatoes of the show, do you guys have any updates or any shout outs to provide? Mm. Uh shout out to God for keeping me alive every day and getting me up. Because some people Amen. ain't get out of bed today, either by choice or not by choice. So that's my big shout out right now. He's the reason I'm afloat. Speaking of God, believers, non-believers, whatever you do, whatever, whatever. I just feel like oh, it's time to get our houses in order. Like I mean, they okay. were saying that the world is spinning faster than normal. I saw that. What? Um, we had the shortest day ever recorded in history in June. That's how you know um, I've been off of the world, because what? Yeah. There was a scientist, a NASA scientist that protested, I believe, at the Chase Bank in Manhattan. He taught, he handcuffed himself to the building. It was basically like pleading for people to fix the earth. Like, he's like, we have done so much damage that, like, we can't repair. Our, um... <laughs> Not whales going extinct or something? Yeah, like Salt Lake City, there's an issue where like the water level has declined over like the last 20 or 30 years. And they're saying that like there's some kind of minerals or something at the bottom of that lake that need to stay at the bottom of the lake. Like they can't be, um, humans can't breathe them in. So they were basically saying like the water supply would would not be usable people would have to walk around in masks and like like full almost Mm. hazmat suits because of these minerals you look at like all of these different bodies of water and they're just the it's just on a decline so because now we're getting to the point where like we can't run away to canada or africa because if it's the whole world you're fucked anywhere you go yeah and i you have like major corporations and capitalism is a thing, right? Of course. So like they're tearing down and destroying the Amazon, the rainforest and like trees and all of that. And like, that's how we get our oxygen, but whatever, neither here nor there. Take care of the earth guys. Jesus. No, that's what I've always said because I'm not trying to be funny. Easton, when it was full of land, I was like, Oh, thank God we still have land. I've always said, I have always fucking said this. I'm like the amount of trees that we are tearing down to build buildings for people to go entertain themselves in. I was like, we're not going to have anything to breathe in. With shitty food. Yes. And everybody (laughs) (laughs) shitty food. And everybody thought I was just a whack job. And I'm like, there's like plenty of trees on the planet. Really? Because it's happening. And that's another thing. Like I swear to God, bananas do not have the lifespan that they used to have. They don't, like, dude. No. Produce does not have the lifespan that it used to have. I'm not nope. going crazy. Nope. Like, you would be able to get, like, a full, I think, maybe five to seven days on a bunch of bananas. They're rotten within, two like, days. two days. Two days. Yep. The fruit? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, pro- yeah, 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 yeah. So. It's fine. Get your houses in order. Take care of the planet Earth so she'll take care of us. Like, God, if you ready, just say that. I tell my friends, I think like he's it. on 270. I just. <laughs> <laughs> he just circling around. Let me see if anything right, changes. Here we are again. Like, <laughs> I know he said he wouldn't, but if you want to put that arc down and put me in it, I mean, I'm down. Right. Yeah. I'm just going to just put that out there. I'm just say that out loud now. Manifestation. <laughs> yeah. Put me on your, if it's not the arc, if it's a spaceship, put me in it. Yeah. And then before, again, also before we get into the topic, I feel like we just kind of was like really really low so i want to bring it back up on a high so like what was something this week that made you smile or laugh (laughs) nothing (laughs) so it's like um honestly and i was gonna say this to kind of piggyback on the conversation about oversharing first my cousin caitlin that's who i can shout out she has literally seven years older than me but our parents are so similar that we are like identical and she's seven years older than me so obviously she has more wisdom and life experience and things like that but anytime I'm around her like I don't I forget the fucking world like I really do and like she like I literally have a K on my body for her like this all sounds very incestual and I don't mean that (laughs) I just mean like she's my person like she's like a sibling she is my sibling Mm -hmm. so she's what made me smile this week is anytime we worked on Sunday and then after Sunday we went to get food with her mom her daughter and then my grandma and anytime I'm around her like it's 
it's everything that I need. It's the medicine that I need. So she made me smile this week and shout out to her. She is my literal lifeline. And that's who I overshare to all the fucking time. So. Got it. For me, um, it was a couple of things. So, um, one of the gentlemen who goes to our church, he's a vet and he brought puppies to church on Sunday, like little tiny little puppies. And they put them in the kids' room for the kids to play with them. But they were so cute. I'm like, and they're looking for a home. So if anybody is uh, in need of Shit, I'm, I'm interested. And they want to, so they need temporary placement. <laughs> they need temporary placement. And then once they get all of their shots, they're looking for a permanent home. So I will get. Yeah. Once, once they you. get their shot, Yana's yeah, hit me up. I'll get the information <laughs> for you. That was one thing. And then I seen a TikTok video of this girl and her grandmother. And she was doing her grandmother's makeup for like this party or something and the grandmother was like so engaged and she was like where'd you get this from mac and hold on you gotta do this and you gotta do that and it that made me smile and then oh. um i'll whip somebody's ass at uno <laughs> i'm a we can do that brandy that's what we're gonna do a live show of us playing uno yeah and the last thing i had a really really good conversation with my dad today um we were coming back to columbus from youngstown and just laughed and like just had a real heart to heart and you know he as he normally does will ask me for advice about things and so sometimes (laughs) we have that parent child reversal thing but that made me smile too I feel like you know the conversation will be fruitful so shout out to my dad um there you go that's amazing I know I'm like it's only Tuesday daddy Daddy issues (laughs) Um, I honestly got a lot of shit going on right now, so I don't know. <laughs> no, find something. I don't know. Hmm. Did we make you smile? <laughs> Pull of something. Course. You have to. I would make me smile. And you know what? You Your know nap. what? I actually. I want you to, and you don't have to, you tell me no, but I want you to make it a point to rant about something good on your stories. Like, I enjoy you going off on your stories. It's, it's funny, but I want you to make it a point to like something good. I don't have good things to share right now. Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> it's <don't>. fine. <laughs> I, I don't. That's why I don't like sharing things on my stories because I feel like people be judging me. <laughs> um... Yeah. I mean, I went out with my coworkers on Sunday, I guess. That was fun. Where'd you okay. go? We went to Terrace Bar. Terrace? How is it? What Did is you that? enjoy it? Yeah, I had fun. Were the drinks good? All I had was shots. Mm, period. Okay. okay, so celebrate. Celebrate What's, the small wins. Yeah. What's Terrace? It's like a rooftop. Thing. It's like a rooftop thing. It's honestly like it's in the middle of like uh, people's apartments. Oh, on uh, High Street or something? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I really need to get out in the world, huh? Yeah, they do it on Sundays or whatever. I think they're open every day, though, because they have, like, a small, like, menu for food, and they have drinks or whatever. But that was actually was fun. I had nothing bad to say about it, and y'all know I don't like going out with people. I know. Well, good. So it was, and I didn't spend no money. For real? <laughs> Scared of you? no money. Listen, I feel like that's something Say that then. Fuck. So, yeah. Wow. That was cool. Wow. Okay. So thank you guys for participating and sharing good news. You're welcome, Miss Brandy. That made you smile. Um, so today I just kind of wanted to just have like a really open conversation about purpose and um, purpose, peace, and then the feeling of being worthy. Mm. And I'll kind of dig into that a little bit later. Um, But my first question that I wanted to ask is, do we think that we have found our purpose? Um, I don't think so. I think I kind of have an idea, but I don't really know how to like fully execute it. So I think I'm still in the process of figuring it out. I'm not going to lie. I've never understood what that meant. And I'm like, I want to get into that yeah. a little bit more. And I'm going to dig deep. So I hope that you will not necessarily dig deep, but I'm going to ask questions. So hopefully you guys are willing to like. After we talked about it, I don't overshare. Participate. So I can just Participate in the question. So, Dario, if you don't mind me asking, like, what do you think 
your purpose is when you said you kind of have an idea but you're not sure i mean to be honest i don't even know if this is considered a purpose but i think it is but like i don't know i've always been drawn to um just helping people Mm. um and then since i started this team mom thing this year for the football for the kids football whatever i've kind of been figuring out like what i'm really good at like organizing things putting things together being a planner and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me growing up, I didn't really have a lot of emotional support. So I've always been passionate about helping people in that way. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that your purpose is tied to like business and like commodity? Like, do you think that if that's your purpose, like it's something that has the potential to earn income that is a question i don't know i wanted to because i want to be doing something that i love and also getting paid because mm-hmm. i don't want to be working at a job that i freaking hate but i'm just there because i gotta make the money like mm-hmm. i want it to make me happy as well so i hope so but i just haven't really found what yet mm-hmm. well that's kind of what my aunt talked about this morning was like finding like whatever you want to do and making your career out of it because then you're making money to do something you love every day so you show up every day like obviously you'll still get stressed but show up every day being happy so I feel that because that's kind of what I'm seeking now is like figuring out because obviously I love fashion that's like my number one Mm -hmm. so figuring out you know but I don't know what purpose means so let me screenshot this and then I'm just gonna Look at it by definition, because I'm sure somebody else feels the same way. Yeah, I've never known. I've always like I didn't know if people were saying like your purpose of living, because or your purpose of like what's your role as living. I don't know. So by definition, it says the reason for which something is done or created, or for which something exists. And then um, another definition says has as one's intention or objective. So confused. confused. (laughs) Fine. That's cool. So like literally what I've been doing now is because I've realized that and I think we've talked about this on a previous show, just like kind of as it relates to like emotions, like we can only identify with like three sadness, happiness, madness. But there's like. 29 to like 50 emotions that Mm. we feel that we don't know how to name Mm. so what i've been doing lately is like when i realize i don't quite know what something means or i'm not clear on it i start to look it up so then i can like kind of fill in the blank but to your point kim i found this um post on instagram just you know one of those little instagram things Um, a while back and I saved it and I may have shared it on my story but this is what it says it says life can just be lived you don't have to prove anyone wrong make anyone proud change the world leave a lasting legacy you can simply show up find the joy be good to you and be good to others learn from the pain hold yourself accountable relish in the wonder of it and ride this thing out right so I was thinking about this um and I was listening to some podcasts and I started thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, so what do I feel like my purpose is? And where I'm at with it today is that I don't think my purpose is in doing. I think my purpose is in being, right? I feel like I'm good at a lot of things, right? And I understand the importance of mastering one thing and then moving on to the next, right? But I find joy, my highest joy in just simply being who I am, right? Right? And trying to learn and grow and be good to people, leave lasting impressions on people, find the joy in the small things that I can and just simply live life. Like I'm and I've said before, like I'm not one of those people who are really moved by like material things or money. Like I want to be comfortable. I want my family to be comfortable. And if I can leave a little bit for them when I go. Great. Right. But my happiness doesn't reside there. Right. And. So I'm like, okay, what are some things that I enjoy doing that I wouldn't mind being paid for, but my happiness isn't rooted in that one thing? Like, you guys know I enjoy the tech space. And I'm like, okay, that's an opportunity for me to make money, but I don't want my happiness to be attached to 
my income if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. so i kind of wanted us to just have that conversation about like whether we feel like our purpose is in doing or whether it's in being right well if you describe it that way i think mine is definitely being because I know what I'm good at. I'm good at assisting and I'm good at administrative work. I always have been. I always will be like, like I could be a top tier celebrity assistant and not be phased at all. Like I see these movies, like they're just stressed out. Like I hate my job because I'm going to sit like if I did nothing but administrative or assistant work, that's not hard. And if I got paid what I was supposed to, I would, I would, that's easy for me, Yeah. but that's not, I don't necessarily like it just because I'm good at it. It's not my purpose. I don't, that's not what I seek out of it. Like my dream job would be fashion styling somebody yeah. for like a hundred K a year like that. And still I don't see, Oh, my purpose in life is fashion styling. I almost see it as like my purpose in life is to not necessarily be other people's light, but like be a positive person for other people around, I guess. Like I don't want to be the person that everybody, every time they see me, they dread me. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like I, that I guess if you describe it that way, my purpose would be to always remain true to myself and who I think myself is. It's somebody that's positive, happy, laughing, mm-hmm. all these good things. And that's why when I get knocked off a little bit and I'm depressed to myself, um, you know, all confused and confrazzled, that's the worst. That's when I become the worst and I isolate and mm-hmm. I stay by myself because that's not me. It's not me. I laugh and joke about fucking everything. So when I'm doing the opposite and spending my days crying or being down or hating things, that's just not me. Yeah. So I guess my purpose would be being. Yeah. It's funny because I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and we were talking about Bow Wow. (laughs) And I remember the interview of him saying like him contemplating suicide because he's done everything. Like there, he felt like there was nothing else for him to do. Right. And you think about it, like he was a child star, I think maybe 10, 11, something like that. And so you've lived a life that people dream of. You know what I mean? And so us on the opposite side of that with limited resources are like, man, I would love to have the life. You know what I mean? Or like, I feel like we see these celebrities who have obtained so much success and then they're just still so unhappy. Like Mm -hmm. not to say that money doesn't change things, but things because it absolutely does like I also have a friend right now who you know is operating in what she feels like is her purpose but she's being challenged you know Mm. what I mean like to the point where she's like I don't know what I'm gonna do like and I don't want to give up on this and I don't think that she should but like I said I think it just it makes me reconsider the doing versus the being Mm. like I think that we're called to just live our lives and just like the post said, try to do right by people, try to do right by ourselves, learn from the mistakes and find the joy where you can. Right. Yeah. And so which takes me to um, my next topic. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about the question was, do you feel like you show up small? Like, do you dim your light when you're around other people or do you dim your light to make yourself feel comfortable? Do you dim your light to make other people feel comfortable and or dimming your light to make yourself feel comfortable? Um, so for me, I, um, and, and the difference was, was like, I, the example that they gave was not doing something out of fear versus not doing something because you're kind of comfortable with just where you are and the possibility of something else is a little scary. So you just, you kind of remain like stuck. Right. Mm. And so I was thinking about it for me. I think I don't know if I would say I dim my light, but I tend to retreat inward when I'm in groups of people. Like if you know me, you know that I'm an observer, right? I don't really speak unless I feel like I have something important to say or something I need to get off of my chest. And I got to thinking about that. Like, well, like, am I dimming my light in that way? Like, for example, the other podcast I have with my other friend group, right? I realized I do so much more talking on this one than I did in that one. Mm. And I got to thinking about it like, well, why is that? Like, is it because I'm in the company of a young woman who's a lawyer and a young woman who is a doctor and a marketing guru? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm just here in my tech space or doing whatever. And like, do I feel like I'm not qualified to sit at this table Uh, or like, 
you know, times like we've had conversations and, you know, there's things that we don't say and it's like, or things that we don't do as it relates to take control. Like, do we feel like we're not worthy of those things? So I just wanted to have a conversation surrounding worthiness. Like, do you ladies feel like you're worthy of the things that you say that you want and or deserving? Mm. I told you I was... <laughs> Jesus. Now I'm about to cancel my therapy appointment tomorrow. <laughs> so just to get... <laughs> Me and Darren just looking at each other. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Uh. Um, I, as you were talking and like what my current situation of like trying to figure out my worthiness with my jobs, um, I literally am scared to take a step and stop things with some jobs because I don't want to fail and be homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, anytime I've ever brought this up to people over the years, they're like, do you know who you are, Kim? You would never allow yourself to be homeless. Mm-hmm. Like, look at who you are and what you do. Um, so my lack of worthiness comes from my anxiety. Like mm-hmm. I am terrified that I'm going to play myself. Mm-hmm. Like I could never live like I'm comfortable, but I could be more comfortable because what I make is not what I should be making. I should be making double, but it's like, it's enough. It's enough because it pays my bills. And like, I'm not a big spender anyway. So it's enough. No, I should be able to go purge on a thousand dollar fucking bag if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I literally can't. Cause that a thousand dollars has to go to like loans or saving for my roof on my house, things like that. So my lack of worthiness is literally like, I know I'm overqualified and I don't mean that in a boastful way. I know who the fuck I am and what I am, but I'm so damn scared to let other people down, including myself, if I don't perform how they expect me to. And I know that's people pleasing and comes from childhood and all those things. I've talked to my therapist about it, but that's always where my lack of worthiness comes from, whether it's friendships, family relationships, um, like romantic relationships or workplace relationships. I am terrified to let other people down regardless of my worth and I know who the fuck I am what I am what I deserve in every aspect of my life but mm-hmm. I've always settled for less and it's not fair to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> um I feel like mine is a little bit of fear and uh what was the other one you said just making yourself comfortable yeah like, and um, just yeah being comfortable I feel like I definitely do dim my light some I think because I have been working on like my self-love and self-worth a lot and I know how much like that area lacks so I tend to like and I'm starting to realize like what I'm good at and things that I'm capable of and things like that and I'm starting to realize my worth a little bit but I still always be like but I'm scared can I do it will I fail if I fail then what do I do so it's just like I'm always having all of these questions and then I just won't do it Mm -hmm. or I just won't go for something. And then like the few times that I did step out of my comfort zone, I'm like, yeah, let me go for this. I got to know. So then I was like, fuck, like, damn, what, you know, am I worthy? So then I'm questioning myself again. So I don't know. I just, I feel like a lot of people around me that know me, they're always like telling me like, you know, you need to think highly of yourself. You can do this. You can do that. You just have to believe it. And it's like, no matter what people say, if I don't believe it, I just don't believe it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I definitely have to step out of my comfort zone. I think staying in my comfort zone feels safe mm-hmm. and it's what I'm used to. And even though I want more, I still won't go after it. Mm-hmm. And that does relate to the podcast as well, because and I know you and I have talked about things like, you know, I feel like this podcast is us, us as a group. And so I always feel like it's something that I would never be able to like push forward with or do if we don't all do it together, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I know we are capable of more and we should be further along, but I don't know if it's kind of like, I think I have the fear of if we can get to where I want us to be, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Because I know in the beginning we were going so strong and I'm just like, will we ever get that type of like engagement and energy and drive back? Like, can we get there? And I think because I don't know, I just stay where I'm at. (laughs) I think as it relates to the podcast, I think that 
people let me start off by saying this i really really do thank the people who still continue to listen to us and Mm -hmm. support us and share and post and reach out to us and say that they appreciate the show on the other side of that i do think that people have pulled away because i think that our lack of motivation Mm -hmm. and um are just consistency and just honestly laziness if i'm being real about it (laughs) is Mm -hmm. it shows you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think it shows in our conversations i think it it just shows you know what i mean like on social media we don't do anything with any of it you know what i mean so if, if i'm being honest with myself about it so i think that because we've pulled back people have pulled back from us which is why i'm thankful that we agreed to do the shows this way like one person take the task of producing the show each month. Right. And we all go in blind. You know what I mean? And that's why I started like, okay, I'm going to ask you guys to actually like talk with me through mm-hmm. this. You know what I mean? So then that way, hopefully somebody leaves with something valuable and it's not, and I made it a point to not look on social media, like to pull mm. anything because we do right. a lot of social media stuff. And that was never what the podcast was supposed to be about. Right. right. So, um, I think that once we start to put energy back into it, people will then put energy mm-hmm. back into us. I think it's just the, the law of how. Yeah. Know. And I think a lot of that, too, is because now with just how the world have changed and our lives have changed as we get older, we have so much more responsibility on our plate. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to balance. Like for me, like my life is all over the place and I don't know how to operate with shit all over the place i'm a very organized person so it's just like i can't put my focus into everything yeah at once and it just throws me off so yeah and i think that's why it's important for like us to and we we've talked about this offline too is to just kind of like lean on each other and actually like make it a point to spend time with each other outside Mm -hmm. of just recording Mm -hmm. so then that way it is more authentic when we talk and it doesn't feel staged you know what i mean and i know as it relates to the podcast i'm kind of in a place where it's just like i'll go along with whatever if we're gonna do it we're gonna do it and if we're not we're gonna not yeah Mm -hmm. and and that's just kind of how i am in life you're always here she's on one side i'm on one side and we're like how do we bring this together (laughs) bring it together we have all three a sides (laughs) and i and i'm like that with majority of the things i'm like either it's going to happen or it's not i'm content either way way, you know what i mean and in a way that's crippling and in a way i think it's kind of healthy um i was going to say i think where i struggle when it comes to worthiness is that it's like i know what i want as it relates to majority of the things in my life, but I struggle with actually saying it, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know if that comes from a fear of somebody telling me no, or um, it's not something that I truly deserve, or what that is. Like I was talking to Ashley earlier today, and I was like, I'm wrestling with this idea in my head that everything should come with ease, like. And it's another reason why I want to stay off of social media because we read these posts and these, you know, mantras or whatever you want to call them. And we start to live by that without really like breaking it down because it's like, okay, so why should why should things come with ease? But then also, why should things come with struggle? Right. Mm -hmm. So where I fall in with that is like respecting the process. I don't feel like the process should have to be a struggle, but it's not always going to be easy if that makes sense. Right. Um, And then as it like relates to relationships, I think that's another area where I struggle is like, I know what I want and I, I have a fear of saying it. And so Mm. I'm trying to have these conversations with myself internally, like, well, just say it because what's the worst that's going to happen. They tell you no. Right. And then it's like, is your fear they tell you no and you stay knowing that you shouldn't or is your fear that they tell you yes and then you got to step your shit up too you know what i mean so it's kind of all and and not i don't even necessarily mean working i mean relationships romantically i mean like working relationships all of that like you were talking about how you you know told your boss like this is what i'm asking for and this is what i deserve and i've worked hard for this um 
I was having a, a conversation just about like negotiating. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like because I I was telling my friend, I'm like, they're always going to bottom line you. You know what I mean? Like as it relates to jobs, as it relates to relationships, any kind of partnership, you're always go- somebody's going to always come in with bare minimum if they can and get away with it. So let's talk about what you feel you should be getting, especially as it relates to workplace. Like, you know, I have a friend who was offered a dollar amount, right? And it was insulting to her, which it very well should be. But then it was like, well, what is it that you want? You know what I mean? Because they're either going to say no or they're going to say yes. So what do you feel like your time, your efforts, your talents are worth? Right. So I think that's where I struggle with worthiness is really breaking down like what it is that I want, what is the value of me as a person, um, and what I bring to the table in any situation. Right. So all interesting topics. Um, I was having a conversation with someone earlier about, um, (laughs) about just relationships in general and how like people, some people think they should, shit sorry how some people think they should be easy and some people think they be they should be hard and I honestly was just like I used to believe that relationships are hard work but then I realized that I'm not surrounding myself by the right people Mm. yes you're gonna have hard times yes you're gonna have you know issues with people but if you guys both are on the same page same level and just you're you know you communicate I communicate and we can talk through it everything is not that hard yeah it's really not that hard and i think it's just like that it comes with time and what i've realized about myself as it relates to relationships i feel like i don't have the time Mm -hmm. like me and ashley was having a conversation and we was just going back and forth not in an argumentative (laughs) way but just like literally she's giving me her perspective and i'm giving her mine and you know, we're respectful and mindful of each other's opinions, but she was just, you know, she was saying like how you present something to me or how I present something to you is based off of the 20 year history that we have with one another. And I'm like, I just don't have that kind of time to invest (laughs) into someone. And I, not at this, not at 33, you know what I mean? It's (laughs) different when you like 14. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) but, it's just like with relationships, I think it's just so complicated because it's like, I don't know if y'all listen to that podcast with Lauren London. Okay. Mm-hmm. She did a podcast with Angie Martinez and she was talking about how she's been like on this journey of just like healing and perspective and how relationships are like ego driven. So like even listening to you when we were, before we recorded about leaving because someone doesn't give you what it is that you want Mm -hmm. right and it's like i'm just in a space of trying to find the healthy balance of all of this because it's like i don't own you you know what i mean like i don't own you you are free to do what you want to do and i just have to make a decision on if what you do works with what i do and if it doesn't Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and even like you said you have a friend where like after like three times if you do the same thing, <laughs> she out. You know what yeah. I mean? And, I, and I'm just thinking, like, but in, in the end of that, where does that leave her? You know what I mean? Right. Like, if she's somebody who wants long-term relationship or partnership or marriage, where does that leave you? Right. Because we can't always get everything that we want. Well, that's that's almost the... Or is that the lie that they tell us? I was going to say, that's almost the... That's almost the issue is, like, we're, we're either going to be one or the other where we either don't tolerate stuff until we find that person, whether it takes 40 years or not, and then you live happily ever after, or we marry our high school sweetheart that's kind of an asshole, but kind of not because what's going to happen if I don't? Yeah. Am I going to go through X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? That's why they've everybody's always heard don't stay because of timing, but that's hard in romance, works, workspace, uh, friendships, everything. Like, I tell you guys all the time about the friend I lost after 12 years and it felt like like grieving a friend is hard it's hard like grieving a relationship breakup and it's hard like grieving somebody in your family that died it's hard Mm -hmm. you miss that person all the time you're sad all the time you guys talked every day I mean it's like a relationship but 12 years or not there were things in my adult life that I was not going to tolerate one of those things like 
slandering my name behind my back instead of coming to me and having an adult conversation I will not tolerate it why because it diminishes me as a person yeah and I'm allowed to put myself first selfishly mentally yeah now if I'm putting myself first like give me the fucking chips first then I'm an asshole (laughs) but something that's going to provide me being a better friend to you should never go be slandered behind my back um and I, I was only, what, 22 when that happened? 21, 22, when I realized that early on. I'm not going to tolerate that, 12 years or not. And then um, it was something else. Oh, that's what I was going to say, is like the balance of that is like, do I deal with her for the rest of my life and just shut her out and not listen to it? No, because the issue with that is now everybody is building an opinion based off of her words without knowing me or talking to me or um, coming to sit down and talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Um And that's kind of like how you were talking, Brandy, earlier about oversharing. And like now when that person walks in the room, everybody's going to be like, oh, ew. And it's like, no, I didn't tell you so you could judge somebody. I told you because I was suffering mentally and needed to tell somebody what I'm dealing with. Yeah. So um, that's that. But to answer your question, wrap it up. Is that just what they're telling us? Should we just settle like, oh, it's not that bad that they like call me an asshole all the time it's not that bad I mean me and my brother do that what's the difference you know what I mean like it's like no it is that bad like even in my workplace like my boss knows please don't speak to me a certain way yeah my parents know please don't speak to me a certain way my friends my relationships know don't speak to me a certain way and it's mutual yeah I'm not gonna call you a name don't call me a name don't snap on me because you're pissed off I didn't perform correctly in my workplace friendship whatever if i can't snap on you yeah it's just about mutual respect but i do believe it's a lot of people telling us things like oh you know you're just gonna have to settle on some things do i yeah do i though because i settle on a lot as a person and there's things that i won't tolerate afterwards and nobody i told darielle this earlier nobody can tell you like what you want to tolerate whether it's work family friends whatever nobody can tell you i don't have to tolerate my friend slandering my name behind my back i don't right i don't have to tolerate my mom or boss snapping on me because they're pissed off i didn't do something right i don't (laughs) and i'm not an asshole for choosing to not or or whatever they want to call me yeah i think i think that's very valid i don't disagree with you at all there um it's funny because i was just saying to someone earlier i'm like Beyond that, it's like a shared experience, right? So, like, you have your perspective. They have theirs. They have theirs. And then you have the whatever reason of, like, how we got here. Like, we were having a conversation just about church. And I'm like, I trust my pastors because of a relationship that I've built with them. But there's a certain regard that or a certain standard that I just don't hold them to right and I make it a point to like spend my time with God because God speaks to me just like how he speaks to my pastor you know what I mean and I think that we get kind of caught up in like oh where a pastor should be this and your pastor should be that and there's some things that the Bible does say that you know a man of God should be but it's like well who said that you know what I mean like who said that? Right, like, we're, it's funny the way we're conditioned to just think about certain things and you don't really have a second thought about it or like, well, why do I even think this way? Mm-hmm. Like, where did this come from? Again, is this my thoughts or is this somebody else's thoughts? Which brings, <laughs> brings it back to the conversation at the beginning of like oversharing. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it comes as we're talking through this, like it just comes from a need to be validated and how you feel right and not to say that anybody's feelings are not valid because they absolutely are mm-hmm. um but just like you said people creating their own narrative about me based on me not based on yeah someone mm, else yeah someone else for sure um that's all i really had i wanted to keep it short and simple that just um, i was going to say <laughs> that i don't about the settling topic i don't really believe in settling I believe a lot in compromise. Like, I'm thankful to be able to understand other people's point of views. Even if I feel strongly about something, I'm always the type to be like, all right, you have your point of view and I have mine. You are. That doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong. We both can be right. We both can be wrong. I'm very strong on that. We just see things differently in how we come to a mutual agreement and understanding by talking through it. Yeah. So I just feel like everybody can come to a compromise and just by talking and then like Mm -hmm. i also saw this post 
it may remind me it reminded me of what you guys are talking about it says loving someone is simply accepting them for who they are and checking in with yourself to see if that version of them aligns with you mm-hmm. that's another thing alignment like i think majority of everything is like falls on alignment and shout out to lynn because she used to say this all the time like when it comes to like dating and relationships like date people that you like date people that you have mm-hmm. chemistry with you know what i mean like i think we have these ideas in our head of like people and things and places and all of that and not fully realizing that it just doesn't align you know what i right. mean all very interesting so as you guys can see i've been like yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna say how do you guys feel about like when people say um I don't know the correct term, but basically along the lines of like people are temporary or you just have to experience people for that amount of time. You don't have people forever. Like I'm not really big on things being temporary. Like I'm very much a long term person. So to hear a lot of people speaking on that, it's just like it confuses me. Yeah, I agree. I don't like temporary because to me, I'm like. If you're in my life when you already have in the back of your mindset that this is temporary, I feel like you're wasting my time and what we're doing is fake. You know what I mean? Like it's it's why are we building something to rip it away? Again, this is more than just romantic relationships. It's friendships, too. I'm like, why if I have if there's a friend or a partner or family member, whoever that is just looking at me like, oh, yeah, I know, like in like X amount of time, we won't be around each other. We won't talk. We don't anything. Then why are we now? Because I've always valued whoever's in my life and I've always valued them long term. I never thought shorty that I don't talk to you now for 12 years will be gone. We used to talk about what we would do when we were 50 and 60 looking at our own kids and grandkids. Mm-hmm. I'm not the one and never have been the one for temporary ever. Like literally ever. I don't thrive in areas like that. I don't function in areas like that because inconsistency and lack of stability is a trigger for me. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. Like hardcore. Mm-hmm. So to each their own but don't bring it over here um for me and again this is me just like in a space of just like challenging my own ideas and thoughts right so listen to listening to you i feel like in my in my mind ideally anything temporary is not something that i want for myself right but then like as it relates to relationships i think about the person that I thought I would be with, you know? And I'm like, okay, he's, that obviously didn't happen and it was temporary. But when you were like, well, why are we doing it now? Right? Something very simple. Every time I'm in a car and I'm on a highway and I'm behind a truck, I get from behind a truck based off of the fact that he told me, stop driving behind trucks. You can't see what's in front of you. You can't see what's in front of the truck. Don't drive behind a truck. That's, I think, a valuable lesson that I'll carry with me for the rest of the life, for the rest of my life. So I feel like people can be temporary. I think you just have to know where to place people, right? Like, you, I do truly believe that some people are here to serve a purpose for a short amount of time. And there's some people who are here to mm. ride this thing out with you, right? Like, you may be around for me to see clear how I come off to people yeah. or mm. whatever, or the areas in which I need to improve. Or you might be here for me to see and kind of figure out and lay out those things that I want and don't want yeah. in my friendships and my working relationships and biz- whatever, you know what I mean? And once I've figured that out, if this is where the road ends for us, that's where it ends. And I think we get so caught up on, Things having to end badly, right? Right. And it doesn't have to be that. Like, right. It it really doesn't have to be that. It can literally just be like this is this was just the ending of something. Everything, mm-hmm. unfortunately, has an expiration date, which none of us like to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, there's an expiration date on everything. Right. So it doesn't. To me, it doesn't have to be negative. But like I said, that's just me challenging my own thoughts because when you said it initially, I'm like, no, who who the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why are you wasting my time? But is it really a waste of time? Like, I sitting here talking through it, I've literally gained. Could you learn lessons? From something. Yeah. You know yeah. What I, mean? I was gonna say they those temporary people have a purpose 
always like that 12 year relationship had a purpose and taught me something. It taught me what to not tolerate every relationship in my entire life, platonic or romantic taught me what to not tolerate and what to deal with is kind of what you were talking about, Dariel. It kind of teaches you like, you know, is this aligned with me or doesn't it? And for me, all those people have purpose, no matter what they all have purpose. But as far as the longevity and how far I'm going to open up, how close I'm going to be and all those type of things is also gauged on that scale for me. For me, I'm not going to invest a lot of my personal time and business into somebody that I can feel is just kind of like, doesn't support me, doesn't really care. Um, because in their mind, they know it's temporary. And I'm like, it's not hard for me to tell when somebody doesn't support me, doesn't care, feel some type of way towards me. And that's just my discernment from God. I just, it's not hard. Yeah. Um, whether people fake through it or not, it's not hard. Um, and so for me, I'm okay with temporary people being around, but as far as being in my life and like my circle and being included in one of the people that I care about the most, like, that temporary person could call me a bitch and I'd be like, that's cute anyway. But if anybody close to me says it, I'm like, oh my God, like, what? Like, why am I, what did I do to you for you to say that? Like, it's just a difference to me. And again, like you said, that temporary person could be there to call me a bitch because I have an attitude problem and then it makes me check myself. Yeah. But that's also where we cut. Yeah. Okay, you could have came, came at me different, but so by. But now it allows me to go back in and be like, okay, if this temporary person saw that in me, let me see if I can do better for the people that are around. Yeah. And I think it's about catching it early early on. Like, I think in any relationship, you see the things yeah, you do. early. You know what I mean? But we choose, mm-hmm. you know, we choose to <laughs> ignore it. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I working environments like I know you know when you're not in a healthy working environment you mm-hmm. can feel it you know what I mean relationships you know when you're not in a healthy relationship you can feel it another full circle moment I think it goes back to what Dario said about not trusting yourself right, right? <clears throat> so telling yourself that you tripping or it's okay it's not you know and it's like other people make you think that you're tripping right or, yeah right you know especially if you're the type that like values other people's opinions. And if you go to somebody's opinion that you value and they're looking at you like some type of way, you're like, well, fuck, like I come here for you to be like, you know, like that, like you tell me about myself, but relax. Like, yeah. golly, I ain't no child. Relax. Yeah. So yeah, I feel you. I don't know guys. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy that like we're, it's not just, one person this sounds like I don't mean this like I want the world to suffer I'm just happy that like it's not just us and we're the only ones sitting here like oh my god like <laughs> me you know what I mean like no nah, everybody's experiencing well not everybody because some people just live in their life but and I know it goes up and down sometimes other people feel like this sometimes mm-hmm. when we're in our high they're at their low but it just is nice to know that everybody's human and these feelings are real and validated because there are people on this planet and in this world that will tell you that everything we talked about is not real, not validated, not a thing. And you're yeah. like, go fuck yourself then because it's very real for us. Yeah. And again, it's like what Darielle said earlier. Like you can't allow people to tell you how you feel, what you feel and it. Well, you shouldn't feel that way. That's wrong. Uh-huh. Why? It had me fucked up. So yes, yeah. I should feel that way. Fuck. Now it's just about like Darielle said, how we handle it. You know what I mean? So I just, I'm glad we're not lonely boaters. It's so funny because (laughs) somebody had used the term toxic positivity to Mm. me, right? And it just made me think like, and and it goes back to the worthiness. Like, I feel like we try to just brush over how we feel so much you know what I mean instead of just saying like no today I just want to lay in the bed and cry like I'm not having a good day but I Mm -hmm. know that like it'll be okay you know what I mean we don't that's what I said we don't sit with our emotions we don't take the time to figure out what the things the things that we feel what they are and to name them Mm -hmm. um but I think like conversations like this, especially on a podcast, I think for people to be able to hear, like Kim said, we all out here right now struggling in the midst of a pandemic and monkeypox and <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus, <laughs> the world is ending. You know what I mean? Like the world is on fire. So I think that, you know, is it will be helpful for people to hear these conversations that if it just, you know, like sparks one thought about something, then I'm cool with that. Right. I, I would love for us to get back to that right so but i think that we should leave here 
believing that this podcast of worth is worthy and deserving of all of the things that we wanted to be um and to take baby steps with our actionable items or the things that we need to do um and i think that in our personal relationships and businesses and partnerships me is going to actually be able to vocalize what it is or vocalize the things that i want right Mm -hmm. yeah same don't dim your light (laughs) demiana you sure supposed to be a brightiana (laughs) oh oh use the term light bright literal this time (laughs) (laughs) and kim i think it's for you to just continue to figure out what your being is versus doing yeah I it's like, this is heard you, <laughs> dear like, um, so that's all we have for today. Very short and sweet. If you guys have a moment, please like, share, subscribe, review, follow, follow. Send us questions. Email us. Let us know how you're feeling. Check in with us. Um. Follow us on Instagram at Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next month. Yes, bye. Bye.